The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Writing Expensive Words Podcast, also hosted on Literary Symmetry's IGTV channel, where we take a relational approach to turning readers into fans. Today, we are going to be talking about why you need to push through to the end of your story. I was working on my insane five books in five weeks challenge when I finished the fourth book in the four book fiction series I was writing, and I got this amazing feeling that I never get any other time. I know that this is something that so many writers struggle with, and by the end of this episode, you are going to feel like you can finally finish your project. All right, so the thing that I see people posting over and over and over again on writing messenger, uh, writing messenger, on writing message boards is that they're just having a really hard time finishing their projects. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that if you haven't actually finished a project yet, you don't understand how amazing it feels. Because I was working on Friday on the final book in the Old School series, which is called Daisy Was Old School, and I was tying in all the things I had worked on throughout this whole series and making a really fun linear timeline. And I got to the end and I basically like cried through the whole last chapter because I was so happy to be finishing because it's such an amazing feeling, not just because you're one step closer to publishing something that matters to other people, but because you are, <laughs> you're going to finish this story you've had in your head and in your heart for such a long time. And as I was writing the final chapter, I realized it really bums me out that not a lot of writers get to experience this because a lot of writers will start out the project really strong, right? And if you follow my advice, you know, I'm a planner, I plan things. And so you're like really excited at the beginning, you have your notes, you get going. And then as you're writing, you start to kind of lose momentum and get bummed out and feel like you're not going to finish. And for those of you who don't want to plan, I would say it's already hard enough when you don't plan to get through a really big project. Um, but when you are planning, you have that extra step up. You have an extra advantage. And that's why I'm such a huge advocate for planning. Um, but at one point, there's really no more planning left for you to do. There's nothing left but for you to sit down and actually start the hard part, which is the writing. 
And you just have to make yourself do it. And I've talked on this podcast a ton about all these different ways that you can get going and get momentum and get rolling, how you can plan, what you can think about. But, um, you know, I think a lot of writers can use that as a distraction to where they're like, I'm planning this. This is the most important part. And then they don't actually schedule a time to sit down and write every day. And that's that's a bummer <laughs> because, hello, A. Albatross, uh, because you want to make sure that you actually do the writing part, and that can be really intimidating. So what I like to do is I give myself an advantage by scheduling at least two-hour chunks every day where I can sit down and actually do the hard part of writing. I still have my notes. They're still there to help me, but I I make... I'm a little bit anal about this. Like, for this five books in five weeks challenge, I write... Uh, 2,500 words in the morning, and I write 2,500 words in the afternoon, and then I do all the other stuff I have to do in between that. So I get up really early, and uh, I'm going to make a confession about this in the next episode about how I kind of messed up today. (laughs) But most days I am in my – I have, like, my butt in my office chair at 5.30. I'm ready to go, and I start writing because there's nothing left to do but write. And you have to get to that point yourself. And that's the only way that you will get to the end of your project. And I know, I know that life feels really complicated right now, especially if you have kids and you're having to deal with like homeschooling or you're working from home and uh, all of a sudden your boss expects you to be able to respond to their email 24 hours a day, which is super unrealistic, by the way, and not fair at all. (laughs) Um, And so it just feels crazy. And I can relate to that. I also feel a little crazy right now, a lot of it crazy, if I'm being completely honest, which I like to be. Uh, And so I want you to schedule that time for yourself every day because other things are going to come in if you don't. And that's the way to get to the end of your project. And I can't, I know I'm a writer. It's my job to be able to describe things. Literally, that's my job. But I can't even fully describe what it feels like to know that you've been working on a project every day, you've shown up, you've done the hard part of writing, and then you get to the end of your story, you get to write the end that you've always envisioned. It's this miraculous kind of moment. And you know that someday, some reader out there who you care about, which is why you put so much effort into your writing, right? You know that some reader is going to get to the end. They're going to see how hard you worked and you're going to make them feel something. And one of the things that I was realizing as I was like crying through the end of Daisy was old school, the last book in the old school series, was that uh, I want to make people cry (laughs) like in a good way because this story deals with grief. This story deals with overcoming adversity. This story deals with realizing that maybe the end the, what you think is the last chapter of your story is just the beginning of a new story. And so I got to play with all these really fun things. And also I got to take this really fun moment where all of the four POVs for the four different books, because each book is in a different POV point of view, get together in the same room. And it was just like, ah, you know, I, I felt that feeling. I'm getting excited right now talking about it, but I just felt this overwhelming emotion that I want for you to feel. And I know that if you're in the middle of a project right now, you might be feeling 
tired. You might be feeling less than enthusiastic about the project that you're working on, but you can push through this. And if you need any help, as always, you can find me on Instagram here uh, at Literary Symmetry. You, you can just be like, Kristen, give me a pep talk. And I will. And I even have a pep talk on this podcast. If you go listen to the Storyteller Manifesto, you will get a pep talk that's going to push you forward through your project. And if you haven't planned and you're like, I don't know where my characters are going. I don't really know what they're doing. And I don't know the ending that I'm writing toward. It's not too late to stop Go back, get the free worksheets that I provide, the same ones I use myself. If you're watching, I'm going to show you. If you're listening, you can hear the sound of paper rustling, which I love this sound. See, look, you can see. Oh, I'm gonna, I got to do that fast or you're going to read all the spoilers <laughs> for Logan's book. But, uh, you know, I use these worksheets and you can get them free by going to literarysymmetry forward slash WTPR dash F. And you can get those worksheets for free. You can print them out. You can use them to figure out where your story is heading so that you can finish. And if you're like, Kristen, I keep starting and stopping these really long projects, then I would recommend that you go back in time. No, if, that you go back to the Expensive Words uh, website, Writing Expensive Words, by going to expensivewords.com and listening to the Story Boot Camp series because that's where I walk you through understanding how to use emotional imagery based on your own life and put it into a short story. And if you listen to all 11 of those episodes and you do exactly what I say, and I even give you examples of my own writing, uh, you will have an amazing short story. And I even tell you how to get it edited by me for free at the end of that series in the last episode. So there are no excuses left. I know you can do this. You're a storyteller, which means you tell stories. And I want you to think about what it will feel like to finally finish a project. And if you're like, Kristen, I just hate this project I'm working on. Well, I would say you're working on the wrong project because if you hate it and you're writing it, all of the emotion that you put into your writing, the readers pick up on that and they're going to be like, I don't like this. And it's not because you're a bad writer. It's because you don't like it. And all of the feelings that you're putting out there into the project are feelings of, I hate this. So the reader is going to pick up on that and they're not going to enjoy it. And that's not what you want. And I know that it can, you're like, Kristen, it's easy for you to sit there and tell me that I need to start a new project, but I don't have any ideas. That's why you go and listen to Story Boot Camp, because I'm going to tell you how to get an idea based off of something that's happened to you in real life. Because as writers, the best thing that we can do is pull from experience and then manipulate, because then the story that we're telling has that root in the essence of realness, which is exactly what you want when you're telling someone a story. You want it to feel real, because if it doesn't feel real then the reader's not going to have any emotions about it. So if you're working on a project you hate, I would say stop. And I do believe you have other ideas, things you're passionate about. Yes, I do tell people to hold on to their ideas until they become the writer that they've always dreamed they will become, which is exactly why I am writing some of the projects I've been holding on to. One of them I've held on to for 13 years. I'm actually going to write it this year. I'm so excited. Um, but... 
you know, that doesn't mean you can't write things that matter to you in the meantime. But if you just try to write something to market, like if you go back to last year, I have this one episode called uh, Fiction Writers Workshop, The Process, where I talk about the process where I'm trying to write a book to market, where I just wanted to write it in a certain way. And I didn't because I was like, I need to have a specific type of protagonist if I want this target audience to buy this book. And I just couldn't finish it. I couldn't make myself do it. Even if I like I just kept blowing off my schedule, which I always make a writing schedule because I just didn't care about it. And I want to tell that story in a different way. So um, I stopped writing it and I'm not going to finish that book. And I'll tell the story the way I want to tell it. Because if I'm trying to push myself into those places where I'm upset, I hate the thing I'm doing, then I know that the reader will pick up on that. And also why? Life is too short. I don't even read books that I don't want to read anymore. And maybe I want to read it and I start reading it and I'm like, oh man, this is not very good. Well, I have much older and wiser friends who have told me, Kristen, Life is too short to read books that are not any good. And the same is true about writing. Life is too short to write about books that you don't or write about something that you don't want to write about. And so today I want to tell you there is hope. You can finish the project you're working on if, and these are, I'm going to recap what you should do. If you care about the thing you're writing about, right, because you need to transfer that emotion onto your reader. If you have a good plan, which I have given you all the tools to have an amazing plan, and if you still feel like you can't do it after you've gone through the worksheets, go buy the book that Maria and I wrote, Write the Perfect Read, the Fiction Edition. It is great. It's full of examples. It's super cheap. It's $2.99, I think. Uh, Amazon keeps changing the prices. And you even get credits back when you buy it because it's part of the Great on Kindle program. Or you can buy it on any of your other favorite book vendors. But in that book, Maria and I walk you through the process of how to get through a project, how to think about your characters, how to think about your plot, how to utilize your setting, how to use your setting, right? I shouldn't use utilization because it's a it's a nominalization. It's a zombie noun. Um, so make sure that when you are feeling like you can't do it, you go back through the steps. And if you still if you still feel overwhelmed and you have your worksheets done, you have your plan, you have your time that you're going to write for two hours every day, right? Uh, then go read, write the perfect read, the fiction edition, and it will give you a million ideas based off of my real life favorite stories uh, like X-Men, the comics, Oh, I can only think of comic examples right now because I was going to say Hellboy, too. Um, (laughs) I like things other than comics, obviously, but I also love comics and I love things like Star Wars and Star Trek. But the reason those stories are good is because the person writing about them liked it. And also they put their own feelings into it. And that's what you need to do if you want to be able to write expensive words and you want to be able to finally finish your story and get that amazing feeling that I've accomplished something amazing. I know that this story is going to change someone's life and uh, I have finally finished a project. And if you, remember, if you're feeling like you're too overwhelmed to start a big project right now, go check out the story bootcamp episodes where I walk you through creating an amazing short story. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you're tuning in live, I appreciate you. 
And remember, it is never too late to write the story of your heart. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing.